Hi, my name is Ann Mogilewski. I have been living with scleroderma for over 20 years, and I will be the host of Mogul's Mobcast. This podcast is designed to be a chat about scleroderma. From stories of people living with scleroderma, lifestyle issues like nutrition, medicines, and vitamins, to exercise and meditation. I will be interviewing doctors, nutritionists, scleroderma patients, and lifestyle experts. Just a reminder, I'm not a licensed medical provider. This podcast is for general information only. Please contact your physician before starting anything new. Now for our episode. Welcome to episode 27 of Mogul's Mobcast. Today's guest is Amy D. Maria. She is the Senior Vice President of Marketing of Inspire. Inspire is the world's largest social network for health. Let's learn more about Inspire. Hi, Amy, and welcome to my podcast. Hi there. I'm so glad you're on here to share about Inspire. I know my listeners will be so interested in this. So let's start with your background. Great. I'm ha- First of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm really happy to be here. My background is in healthcare, marketing, and communications. I was head of communications at Georgetown University Medical Center in Washington, D.C., and there I was involved in a number of disease areas. Georgetown University Medical Center includes the School of Medicine, which does research in a number of areas. Um, and then I was head of marketing and communications at an advocacy group for a rare disease, the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, for about 13 years. And that was a very, very uplifting experience to be able to help people who are struggling with a rare and previously fatal illness. And then I joined Inspire recently in 21. And how did you get involved with the National Scleroderma Foundation? Well, I got involved with NSF when I began working at Inspire in the fall of 2021. Let me give a little background on Inspire. Inspire is the world's largest social network for health. Anyone can join by going to inspire.com, very simple URL, or by downloading the Inspire app on your phone from the App Store, the iOS App Store. It's available right now just for iPhone, but we're going to be developing an app for Android later on fairly soon. Members then provide a bit of background on themselves to register, and then they join whichever group they're interested in, including the Scleroderma community group. It takes about three minutes to join and anyone can join. And the National Scleroderma Foundation has a community, as I mentioned, it's a large and robust community with over 77,000 members, all connecting, talking about their experience of living with scleroderma, sharing information, sharing tips, and really just supporting each other. Yes, I use it right now, and there's a lot of information on there. Oh, that's great. I'm glad to hear that. And what interested you in Inspire? Well, pardon the pun, but Inspire is incredibly inspiring. You know, we bring together people across hundreds of disease communities to connect and share information and provide support. We have online communities for people struggling with every type of disease and condition from cancers to chronic diseases to rare diseases. We provide a safe, secure, and this is important, anonymous place for people to connect with each other. We have over two and a half million members, as I said, across hundreds of disease communities. And I really became interested in Inspire when I met our founder and CEO, Brian Lowe. 
And he talked to me about the important and really life-saving work that Inspire does. And I knew I could lend my experiences and background to make a difference here. And I, you know, I've been here for only five months, but I love working here because I can see up close the difference that Inspire makes in people's lives. People who are really struggling often with very challenging diseases and conditions. And the connections and the information they find on Inspire are very beneficial at a minimum and sometimes actually life-changing. Wow. So who, in, you, okay, you mentioned before, but let's go back. Who founded Inspire and what was the impetus? Uh-huh. So Inspire was founded in 2005 by three friends. And Brian Lowe, who I mentioned, was one of those friends. And of course, he's still CEO today. And it initially started as a way to create community for patients and caregivers who are struggling at that point alone with their diagnoses. It was also a way to link patients to potentially life-saving clinical trials. You know, at the time it was founded in 2005, there really wasn't any other space like it. Today, there are some other communities that provide the same type of support, but Inspire was the first and is the largest. Did they have somebody that needed caregiving that gave them this idea? I think Brian, Brian saw the need for this type of community, and he just saw that there was really a lack of this type of support out there. And he also saw it as a way to help researchers who were trying to connect patients with potentially life-saving clinical trials. And so it was that that was part of the impetus. Okay. I'm just interested to know what would get him on that thought of having a place where people can talk. It's just an interesting idea. He himself has diabetes one. And so I think he knew as a person struggling that it it could be a wonderful thing to have other people to talk to about your condition and that it was, there was, this was missing. And it was at a time, you know, we were going through the digital and social media revolution. Facebook was, had yet to be available. I think at that point to anyone beyond college campuses and Twitter wasn't around yet. And there really wasn't a way for people to come together at that point. And he was someone himself who struggled with a chronic condition and he saw a way to bring all these forces together. Well, and I just think that's nice too, that it's anonymous because you want to get support. Like I'm involved on Facebook support groups, but everybody knows who I am. So if I really want to ask a personal question that I don't want associated so much with me, it's nice to know there's a place that's anonymous. Right. That's exactly right. That really is a differentiator for Inspire. And so what is the mission statement of Inspire? Our mission statement is to accelerate life-changing discoveries through our vital community of connected patients. And our vision is to be everyone's health community. Our tagline is together we're better. And it really sums up our approach. And really the question we ask ourselves each day is, how can we support a community platform that offers personal, intimate, authentic, and safe experiences for our members? Okay, and we'll go back again just a little bit and go again on how Inspire works and yeah. how do you signed up for it. Yeah, anyone can sign up for Inspire. As I mentioned, you can join by going to the site, inspire.com, very simple to remember, or downloading the app. 
on your mobile phone, on your iPhone. You then sign up in a few easy steps and join whichever communities you're interested in, like scleroderma. Once joined, members will find lots of information about their conditions, be able to connect with each other and anonymously ask questions, reply to other people's posts, create journals, participate in webinars with medical experts and more. And we're always focused on improving the communities, creating new features, improving the features we have. We're always surveying our members and asking about their experience and what they like the most about the site, if there's anything that frustrates them. So we're constantly improving the site for our members. And we have communities focused on many different disease areas, including cancer, chronic conditions, rare diseases, and our scleroderma community is particularly strong. I was just thinking about when I'm on it, that it comes out, it's it's daily, correct? Yeah, it's all, I mean, it's constant. It's, you can go in and post a question and people might respond. They might respond in a few hours. They might respond in a few minutes. It just depends who's online, but you can always go on and search for information and see who's replied to other posts. You can find webinars with experts. We have something called Ask Ask the Expert, where we bring experts on to answer questions from members. And as I said, we're always improving the site and adding new features. Okay. And so what makes Inspire different from other online communities? Yeah, well, a couple key things really make us different. The first is moderation. Unlike other communities, Inspire's communities are managed 24-7 around the clock by a team of full-time professional community moderators with deep experience working in the medical and health fields. They view all posts very shortly after they're posted and remove ones that are obviously fake, overtly rude, or contain false or misleading information. This is very unusual, but we do invest in resources for this team because we think it's a very important feature that we know our members appreciate. And on a lot of other sites, there are trolls, information is fake. You just are not really sure what you're dealing with. And a lot of our members are already struggling with so many obstacles they're dealing with challenging conditions. They're sometimes coming to our site shortly after getting a diagnosis. That's really scary. And the last thing they need is to have to worry about whether information is true or false. And so this is something that we hear from our members that really is very valuable. Our moderators also offer fast and direct support to our members who need help and our members tell us this makes the community feel very safe and they trust the information that they receive. And then the second thing that really makes Inspire different is members can be anonymous and most actually are. Unlike other sites where you use your real names, such as Facebook, members can either use their real names or pseudonyms. You can really pick whatever name you want in our communities. They can have unique identities and fill their personal profiles with as much or as little information as they like, all without revealing their names. Of course, they're free to use their names if they like. And this anonymity often makes sharing personal information easier, especially when you're dealing with illnesses that can carry a stigma or that are just very challenging. It's easier to share when your illness won't be linked to your name on the internet for anyone to see. I think it also makes it easier for people to establish relationships with each other because they tend to share information in a deeper way and to share more information when they're anonymous, which makes the experience richer 
counterintuitive, but the anonymity really helps with sharing and make makes the experience more personal and sometimes much more helpful and informative. And then finally, we're able to offer a number of resources in addition to discussion groups. For example, as I said, we host Ask the Expert discussions that allow patients and caregivers to interact directly with medical professionals with expertise in their conditions or diseases like scleroderma. Will you please give a little bit more information about your partnership with nonprofit organizations like scleroderma? Sure. And, and yeah, and how do those partnerships benefit your users? Yeah, sure. So we have partnerships with over 100 nonprofit organizations, and the National Scleroderma Foundation is a very important and trusted partner. And as I mentioned, we have quite a large scleroderma community. And our nonprofit partners work with us for a variety of reasons. Most are looking for a safe and trusted place to refer their members for online discussion and high quality information. They wanna know that their members can connect with others in a space that's moderated and contains information that is trustworthy and reliable. And in turn, the partners promote uh, our Inspire communities on their platforms, such as their website and social media channels. And then we promote our partnerships on our marketing channels, social media, email. And that way we build awareness, the nonprofit Foundations build awareness for Inspire, and Inspire builds awareness and builds the community for the nonprofit partners. So it's mutually beneficial, and I think everyone wins. That brings up, kind of ties in for my next question. So how are you funded? Okay, so we are funded by sponsored content, so advertising that okay. exists on our in our community pages. And generally speaking, the advertising is relevant to specific to each community. Okay, so when I'm on, I get an email usually daily with huh? updates. Would you go there to find out your sponsors, or do you go like onto the Inspire? Oh, great point. Yes. So I should have mentioned that our, yes, you do get email. We do send emails regularly to our members. So if you don't have time to go into your community and look at, look at what's going on, we do send emails, activity summaries to members with little snippets of what's being talked about in the communities. And then members can click on them and learn more, or they can not look at it if they don't have time that day. So yes, it is daily and we do keep people informed in that way. And we People learn about, can learn about our sponsors and see the advertising on the site itself, but that allows us to keep Inspire free. So there's no charge to our members. The sponsorship we get from our our sponsors, the advertising allows us to keep Inspire free and supports our mission. And I do like the emails that come out just because I don't always have time to go into the website. So I kind of like being able to look and see, oh, is there something that... right that interests me, I can go ahead and just look at quickly. And some of it does say you have to be a member mm-hmm. to look farther into it. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. It do, our members do tell us that the emails, exactly what you said, make it very easy to scan quickly. If something catches your eye that you want to read more about, you can read more, go into the community or just click through. And if you don't have time, you just can keep going. Yeah. And like I say, it's just a real quick. And then if there's nothing there, you just get rid of the email or you can go in because like I say, I spend more time with the emails, I think, than I do with the website. Yeah, that's great. I mean, we do hear from members that, yeah, the emails are a really effective way to stay engaged. And 
I'm happy to hear that you find them valuable too. <laughs> so is there anything else you can think of that would be useful to my listeners? Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things that's most heartening to us is the personal connections that people make on our site. We often hear about online connections that blossom into real world friendships. And we actually know of at least two marriages that began as conversations between members on Inspire. So that's sort of a, not something we promote and not something we can promise or guarantee, but it it has happened. Two marriages that we know of, and maybe there are more that we don't even know about. And we have at least one support group that we know of that started in a discussion group and now meets regularly in person. And it's wonderful that Inspire can be a safe and trusted space for these types of connections. I think everyone who works here feels that we're creating a space that brings people together who might otherwise not have the opportunity. And that's just very gratifying for us. One other thing I'll say is your listeners might be wondering about the culture of Inspire and how large we are. And we're about 85 people. And that includes the moderators who moderate the discussion groups. It includes the technologists and the engineers who keep our site going. We have designers, marketing. We have people who are experts in research, medical experts. And all of those people come together to make the experience as positive as it can be. And it's really just a wonderful group of people, a wonderful place to work, a wonderful group of people. We're based, our offices are in Clarendon, in Arlington, Virginia. So right outside Washington, D.C., about 10 minutes away. A lot of our employees are are obviously remote, especially right now because of COVID. Some do come into the office and it's just a wonderful culture. People are very inspired by the mission here and very focused on helping patients, helping caregivers get the information they need and yeah, if everywhere I've worked, I really have to say, I think the culture here is quite unique. Well, that's nice because if you have medical professionals trying to help you, it's nice that you could have them anywhere in the world, in the sense, responding to exactly it. Right. How many different groups do you have on Inspire? Different groups? You mean yeah. diseases? Yeah. I mean, the, if somebody went into Inspire, I, if you could oh, go. Yeah. I don't know the exact number. That's a great okay. question. I'm going to have to get back to you on that. But we have several, we have like over a thousand, close to 2000 different diseases and a hundred communities that are connected with partners, nonprofit partners. Okay. Um, we have particularly robust and large communities in cancer, the can- ovarian and lung cancer, chronic diseases like asthma and psoriasis, rare diseases. And our scleroderma community is quite strong with 77,000 members. Yeah, I was just thinking if there's other people of my listeners that wanted to mm-hmm. share this and say, oh, I know somebody with maybe lupus or a lot of us who have scleroderma also have Raynaud. So there is a whole nother community right. of people. Right, so, right, yeah. right. And many of our members do join more than one community and there's like cross pollination between communities. So when I go on the website, does it give you a list of the communities that are available? Yes, it does. Okay. Yes, it does. It gives you a list of communities. You can go through and choose. You can choose as many as you'd like. You can also create, I think I mentioned this briefly, but you can also create journals. It allows you to create an online journal where you can journal about your experience because we know that, and your listeners know, I think probably better than anyone that when you're struggling with something difficult, 
especially a such a challenging condition as scleroderma, it helps to connect with others. And sometimes it just helps to keep a journal about your experiences, both because it helps you process what's happening emotionally. Sometimes it's difficult to talk to other people about what you're going through. It's hard for others sometimes to understand, even the people closest to you. It's very hard to understand sometimes what you're grappling with because you're the one with the condition. The only other people who really can understand are people who have it. So that's the point of these communities. And the other point I was making is that sometimes journaling is just so helpful to process your emotions and help you sort out everything you're going through, not to mention keeping track of doctor visits, what you've learned about your diagnosis and condition, because with a complicated illness like scleroderma, there's so much to keep track of. You have to keep track of doctor visits and research online and medications. And there's just, it's like a job unto itself in and of itself. It's a part-time job and sometimes a full-time job to manage a chronic illness that's very serious. Everyone here understands that. We get how hard it is. We get how just how, how much people are in need of information and support. So we try to make everything as easy as possible so that people can just focus on getting connections and getting information. And I've suggested to my listeners to keep a journal. I mean, it's something I wish I had done yeah. mm-hmm. some years ago when I first was yeah. first diagnosed because there's things that I don't remember and it would have been right. great. I did ask for like all my medical records, which of course has been very difficult because things weren't online. 22 years ago. So I'm trying to get it all together and look over. It's challenging. And even today, it's still challenging. So I can only imagine trying to get records that weren't online. Yeah, it's really tough. It's really tough. So yeah, we want to do everything we can to help patients and just provide a little support in their their journeys. Well, thank you for sharing this because I had really I hadn't heard about it until I got involved with the National Scleroderma Foundation who let me know about it. Mm -hmm. And so I hope that by sharing this, that more people have a place to come to talk and be able to share how they're feeling or ask questions. Yeah. Yeah. And one other thing I'll mention is that we are a, a site for patients. Our members are patients or people. They might not always think of themselves as patients if they're dealing with less serious illnesses like asthma. However, we're a forum for people who are dealing with conditions and diseases, but we also hear a lot of times about the value that we provide to caregivers who aren't themselves struggling, but want to learn more about the condition and want to hear the first person perspectives of patients who have the diseases. So that's really very important to know that caregivers can also get support and information as well. And the final point I'll add is that it's interesting. People come often right when they've gotten a diagnosis and they're afraid and they want support and information. And then after they've, when they're further along in their journey, they come back to continue to share information. They make connections. They, they want to get updates and share their updates. But then sometimes we find that patients who are not struggling as severely, sometimes they have a condition that can be cured. They still continue to come back because they say, I got help. My condition isn't as serious as it used to be. And I want to help other people. I want to help other people who have just been diagnosed. I want to help other people who are in the midst of a very challenging time because people help me and I want to come back and help them. And the, the drive to do that is so strong. And to me, I just, it's so gratifying to see that. And 
I know that what we do and what we put out and the technologies that we create really help people and are truly life-changing in many cases. So it's just a wonderful, it's a wonderful thing. Selfishly, it's a wonderful thing for me to be able to say this and contribute in some small way. Well, thank you. This was wonderful. Well, it's been wonderful to be here with you, Anne. (laughs) Thank you for having me. You are welcome. Take care. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please share this with other people living with scleroderma, their family, and friends. If you could, please give a five-star review for the podcast. It would mean so much. If you have feedback, questions, or guest recommendations, visit me at my website, mogulsmobcast.com, or email me at mogulsmobcast at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Mogul's Mob.